You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Eight minutes after nine Central African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful evening. It's a beautiful night here in Johannesburg. My beloved, wonderful listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jamaah. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. I will be with you from now till ten o'clock inshallah and i know <laughs> i know the listeners are uh, they, they they actually just waiting they dying <laughs> they anxious <laughs> waiting for this topic uh, on our the discussion with myself arafat bin ibrahim hatia and uh, of course our beloved honorable respected fadilatul ustad hazrat mulana salim kareem tamad uh, barakatuh from ladies night and of course uh, our beloved uh, brother our beloved guest and of course everybody knows him by now very 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 quite well uh brother brian blam he will be with us this evening remember the lines uh will be open when when i say will be open meaning that you can call the engineer you can leave a question with the engineer if you want to on 0878093892 but of course we're not going to be we're not going to be taking any live calls nope we're not going to do that because i know once we open the lines and then you see the wall then you see not world war 2 you'll see world war 4 my beloved listeners uh, remember our whatsapp number is uh, 0847863132 that's our um, whatsapp number uh, 0847863132 international overseas listeners plus 27847863132 uh, we are live at the moment So uh, you can send your questions in. Remember, uh, no, we're not. Al- we we are not allowing uh, to take the person's name on air. Meaning, uh, maybe you pose a question and then you're gonna say, "Ah, my husband's name is like this, like this," and he's no, 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 no. We're going to advise you on our topic this evening: how to ignite the spark in your marriage. You know, someone has sent me uh, uh, before I go to my two guests. Uh, my two uh, who will be with me this evening somebody sent me a question this morning and they were saying that um that we 55 years 55 years of marriage we married for 55 years but there's no spark it's both dead this morning this morning on our program uh talk your heart out so of course uh, <laughs> we're going to hear from our both panelists we're going to hear from them uh what advice because Mulana Salim Karim he's an expert Brian Blam as, as well he's a professional he's he's an expert in this game and they're both going to give us some points how to do what how to ignite the spark in your marriage because it happens you know and and you're going to see the questions this evening my beloved listeners of Marcus Sahaba you're going to see there are people who are newly wed married newly coupled they may be 6 weeks maybe 6 months maybe 4 months and there we go boom bang the problem starts there are people um the problem starts maybe after giving birth to one child or two or to two child whatever to three children and then you see the spark slowly fading away fading away so that's how we're going to be speaking this evening how to ignite the spark in your marriages my beloved listeners of um, the discussion uh, of Marcus Sahaba let's go to our beloved respected honorable fadilatul ustad hazrat malana salim karim ustad it's a beautiful night it's a beautiful evening welcome to the program the discussion assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ustad wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners and brother brian Uh, good evening to him and all our non-Muslim listeners. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding of deen. And Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq to appreciate each other, love each other, care for each other. And we must learn two things. That love and mercy should be the hallmarks of any solid marriage and relationship. Mm. Love and mercy. should be the hallmarks of 
any solid marriage and relationship. But before we start the topic, Mona, as it's our custom and duty to send the rule and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Insha'Allah, you can welcome Brian, and yeah. then let me uh, recite a duru sharif on the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, so that this discussion will be also full of barakah and mercy, mm-hmm. and we're fulfilling the great sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ji, Ji, uh, Ustad, before, of course, uh, you begin with the durood, let's uh, welcome uh, our beloved brother, Brian. Good evening. How are you? Good evening, Arafat, and uh, Salam. I'm very well, thank you. Very well indeed, and excited about um, being with you men tonight, talking on this important topic indeed. of how, how to... How to um, reignite the fire in the marriage? Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I see. I, I see. All the listeners are waiting. They were waiting actually for this topic. And uh, as I'm speaking to you, there's about already four questions that came in. So we're going to go. Uh, you know what I mean? Slowly by, but surely. And let's hear from your side and from Mulana Salim. But of course, let's welcome Mulana Salim. We'll start uh, over to you with the Duru, and then inshallah we can start with the questions. We'll start. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, he walkafawasalamunalai إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على روح سيدنا محمد في الأرواح وَصَلِّ عَلَى جَسَدِ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ فِي الْأَجْسَادِ وَصَلِّ عَلَى قَبْرِ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ فِي الْقُبُورِ اللهم لك الحمد كما أنت أهله وَصَلِّ عَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ كما أنت أهله وَفْعَلْ بِنَا مَا أَنْتَ أَهْلُ وَإِنَّكَ أَهْلُ التَّقْوَى وَأَهْلُ الْمَغْفِرَةِ اللهم صل على محمد أفضل سنواتك اللهم صل على محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون بلغ المعلاء بكماله كشف الدجا بجماله حسنت جميع خصاله قلوا عليه وعليه اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم صدق الله مولانا العظيم respected brothers and sisters in islam a good topic we are shy about it we feel it's taboo to speak about it. But the beauty of Islam is whatever Allah has created natural. Two things are very important that we must appreciate. That whatever is natural, keep it natural. And whatever is unnatural, don't try to make it natural. Because Allah Ta'ala created insan and man in the best form. لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ So if you and I want a blessed marriage, then a shortcut to have a blessed marriage is that both husband and wife should love Allah and His Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam more than they can love each other and a dua to Allah a supplication 
I pray that my husband finds the same peace, comfort, love and solace in me that Rahmatul Lil Alameen found in Hazrat Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha. And thirdly, marriage in Islam is just very simple. It is the society and the culture which has made it into something really complicated. So Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran the purpose of marriage, how husband and wife should live with each other, Mm. Live with her on a footing of compassion and love. You are a garment unto her, and so is she a garment. Why do we wear clothes? It's got many benefits. And the biggest benefit is that it conceals your modesty. Mm. So now to make this marriage work, it requires an effort, an all-round effort, Molana. But the thing that brings joy to a marriage is the personal relationship between husband and wife. And it manifests when you come to your, your love life and your intimacy with your spouse and your partner. So may Allah Ta'ala give us understanding. All we want to do here today is to help the Ummah and our listeners there that if they're having difficulties, don't give up hope. Work on your marriage. Fight for your marriage. None of us are perfect. We all have mistakes and faults, and we learn by our mistakes. So by us sharing here information and solutions, we pray to Allah that everyone's marriage be a bliss mm. and let there be happiness, satisfaction, and enjoyment. Jimulana. Mm-hmm. Ustad, let's, uh, let's begin with a question. I think this, uh, the first question is very, very important. Uh, I see the sister says she wants both the panelists to advise her. So I'm going to start with uh, Brian, uh, Brother Brian, and then inshallah, Ustad, you can give your input. Uh, it's anonymous sister. She says that uh, I'm 27 days in my marriage. 27 only days in my marriage. I'm a sister in Islam. I'm listening to you guys this evening. Uh, I think I have made the wrong choice in marrying my husband. He is so cold to me, towards me. Uh, and we're actually sleeping in separate beds, uh, in separate rooms. Uh, I need urgent help. I'm only 24 years old. I'm going to start with Brian, and then inshallah, we'll start over to you. Yes, Brian? Okay, well, um, I, I do think that it's, it's very important that, uh, that a couple, and this couple in particular, all couples generally, um, you know, take a certain level of responsibility to ensure that they are both switched on and turned on in their own lives for the for the intimate part of their marriage to be fulfilled. I recently wrote a blog which says uh, two halves don't make a whole when it comes to marriage. Um, to have a whole marriage, both partners need to be whole. And and so the challenge is really uh, that this, this sister who, who's called in, I think it's very important. She's clearly upset that she's got a husband who is cold, who is not switched on and turned on. Why isn't he interested in her? Mm. This is a a big shock to her. It's not what she expected. She's 24. She she wants there to be um, a healthy, intimate relationship. But clearly, um, you know, the, the problem I think happens that he might, for some reason, have taken offence to 
to something that's happened in their in their marriage, um, something she's done, something mm. her family have done, whatever it is, and he is holding it against her and and withholding himself as a as a form of um, consequence or punishment, and that is uh, you know that's going against the union. It's 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 not building a bridge with her. It's actually building a wall. Uh, between her and him. So I think, you know, obviously we have to get to the bottom of this and understand what's his problem. Why won't he move towards her? Why won't, where's the natural interest in her? What's what's going on here? I mean, that doesn't really make sense after such a short time. Mm, 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 mm. Well, well said from uh, Brian. I, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out what actually went wrong here. Because I know in Islam we believe as such a thing as istikhara. So I'm just trying to see, Ustad, uh, what actually is going wrong. Because she's not saying the entire story. But there's something deeper than this, as Brother Brian was just saying. Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Mulana, there's always two sides. In fact, the third side of any matter. Uh-huh. Gee. In Islam, it is very clear that there must be compatibility between the couple. And we overemphasize the point that do your homework properly. Do not judge a book by its cover. Or don't accept per se or per hearing that the person is good, the family is good. As somebody asked Hadrat Khaja Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi that I have a daughter and so many proposals are coming through for her. Who should I give preference to? Mm-hmm. Who should I give my daughter to? So he replied that give your daughter to that individual who will give her undivided love to your daughter, who will love her unconditionally. One, And number two, in times of anger, he will exercise justice and kindness. She's married 27 days, Morana. She's still young in the marriage. It's too early time to say that, look, I made a mistake. Morana, it will take some time. It's a new journey. It's a new person. Mm. It's a new identity. It's new habits and ways. You coming from a different background, all of a sudden, in your home, you are surrounded with love and people who gave you the attention. Now you have come to a strange home. For the first time, it's still one month and a little less, you are in the relationship. Morana, it's not like an automatic button that you press and love will blossom. Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, there is no anything greater that can bring two lovers together than the beautiful institute of marriage. So the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is divine. Allah's verses in the Quran is divine. The advice of Rasulullah is valuable. That no two lovers can be united, but through the medium of nikah. So, uh, possible there are other things, other factors, which mm. we don't have the clear details. Mm. But my advice is that, inshallah, in today's time, you have to find out the temperament and the mizaj of the person. Orna, sometimes the boy is not marriage material, and likewise, the girl is not marriage material. This is a problem. Yes, to get married is a sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. That is when you know your rights, you know how to act, and how to be a, a, a good wife or a good husband. You have to be well-equipped and trained. And inshallah, there's two C's in marriage, Mulana. Mm. Two important points regarding marriage and intimacy. One is communication. So, Mulana, I don't know what's the communication level between the two people. The sister 
and her husband. Are they on the same page? It's a big question. So these are two important things, Mulana. One is communication, and number two is compromise. And I'm sure Brian will help us that whenever he's counseling, you'll find that these two important things are very, very important to have a healthy relationship. So, yes, it's sad that she's feeling rejected or she feels that she made a mistake. I just feel that she should give it a chance, inshallah, Aziz. Uh, talk to her husband, communicate with him, express your feelings to him, that why are you feeling like this? And I'm sure if there is a possibility to see a counselor for mm. both of them, inshallah, and try to make the marriage work. Mm. I'm always saying, fight for your marriage and don't throw in the towel. Mm. Well, sir, I think uh, uh, there are a lot of questions that we have about uh, 17 questions, uh, but okay. I think... Uh, uh, maybe I'm going to give uh, your number to the sister and I'm going to give uh, Brian's number to the sister because I think it's a serious case. I see she sent a message. She says here, uh, I think he's not into woman, uh, Mulana Salim and Brian. I need urgent help. He is, he is a wealthy person, but please hear me out. He's not for me. I need out. So I think we start, it's something serious. I don't know. Maybe you guys give me permission and I'll give the sister your name in Brian. Because she says here, I think he's not into women, Molana Salim and Brian. I need urgent help. He's a wealthy person, but please hear me out. Uh, I want out. I need out. We start. Uh, Brian. Yes, well, as Molana Salim said, it is also very much about compatibility and if she is correct that he is, uh, you know, it's a question of his sexual orientation as well. And, uh, and if that is, um, is, is not aligned correctly, then there may be a major sort of problem here. And, and then, yeah, we will have to discuss the matter further. But, uh, we cannot assume that either. Um, we have to really get this couple to to be in a safe place where they can talk and mm. discuss what's going on. There might be other factors um, at play here. So I'm very comfortable that you, you know, you pass my details on, and she should she should have a meeting with him in a in a in a sort of safe place so that they can get to the bottom of this. Was that? Mulana, I was just saying to you earlier on, if you recall, I said that everyone is wired differently. Indeed. Some men are just not material for marriage. And some women, likewise, are not cut out for marriage. So it's very difficult for them to adapt and continue a healthy relationship. Mona, what does a woman need in marriage? Let's understand this point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Brian can help me. Mona, there's about six things that a woman desires and wishes for when she gets married. One is, first and foremost, she needs love. And love means assurance that I'm assuring you that no harm will come from me. It will be a hundred percent commitment in taking care of you. So women need one. Number one is love. Number two, you need an understanding partner. Sometimes we are so strong headed and sometimes we have narcissist instinct in us, not only men, but women sometimes that we don't have this understanding. It has to be my way. So women first, they need love and assurance. Number two, they need understanding. Number three, it's caring. Some gentle words, some gentle actions to show that you care for her. Number four, a woman needs respect as a husband. You cannot call her nasty names. You cannot ignore her. You cannot sideline her. And you cannot abuse her emotionally and mentally. They need respect. And as we always say, you want respect and give respect. Number five, 
What does a woman need, Mulana? Mm-hmm. Devotion. We have to be devoted to each other. We make this pledge to Allah the day we got married. That Allah, you have given me this bride. That is why, what dua are we supposed to have read on the night of our marriage? Allahumma inni as'aluka khayraha. Allah, I'm asking of thee, of all the good that she has. And Allah, with all the good that you have created her, I'm asking you of all that goodness. And Allah, I'm asking you and seeking refuge in you from the, all the evil she has in her and all the evil she has been created with. This is a dua that we're supposed to read, a supplication. So, when there's no devotion, and lastly, Morana, a woman needs time. I don't know when you are new in your marriage. Mm. You need each other most of the time. Because you're learning about each other. You're trying to connect. You're checking. You're scared. There's panic. There's anxiety. There's so many things because you don't know. If somebody first time in your life, you're interacting with a man or you're interacting with a woman. And generally, women have a lot of modesty and sharam. It takes them a long time to feel comfortable and relaxed. So you need to give time for adjustment. So this is what a woman needs. Hmm. And somebody will say, but Morana, what does a man need? So let's go for it. A man, number one, needs trust. Very important. Hmm. That the woman that he's married must be absolutely truthful and faithful. Hmm. Number two, a man needs acceptance. Now, here there is no acceptance from the sister. She wants out. But a man, when he marries, he feels that special bond that my wife should accept me for who I am. Indeed. Indeed. Number three is appreciation. That alhamdulillah, I've left my family. I've left my luxuries. I've left everything just to please you and my Rob and my creator. At least some form of appreciation, the fourth one, what does a man need from a woman? Admiration. Say some good words, as I said, my prayer in the beginning. A wife is saying, I pray my husband finds the same peace, comfort, love, and solace in me that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam found in Hadrat Khadija. So that admiration. That when you look at your husband, it must bring joy, vice versa. Yes. Mm. Number five, what does a man need is intimacy and sexual relationship. And number six, he needs encouragement. We need to encourage each other. Mm. So inshallah, if we understand these important things that is required to make a marriage healthy and move forward, then we need to inculcate those values in us. Mm. Mm. Let's go to, to, to a listener from Dubai. And the listener says uh, to Brian, how can I get my husband to be more open about his emotions? He is always in a bubble, whether at home or at work. We have no communication basis at all. Brian from Dubai, Ustad. Yeah, that's a very important area. And I remember... Hearing on 702, uh, the morning show, Clement Magnatella was talking about this very thing mm-hmm. of emotional vulnerability um, between couples. And my, my take on it is actually an interesting one, that you cannot give to others what you do not give to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so emotional vulnerability... And starts with with a relationship with yourself in the sense that are you tuned in to what is going on inside of you? Can you decipher your own heart so that you can then communicate it with your partner? And and I think that this is where we are very poorly equipped to um to create the right kind of intimacy with each other as, as husband and wife. We, we, we don't know ourselves 
never mind still have much chance of getting to know each other. Um, and so, yeah, I think that this lady's husband is probably very sort of blocked to his own heart. He, he doesn't know how to, to connect and understand what's going on inside of him. So mm-hmm. he, he probably won't be able to communicate very much about himself to her. So he's a closed book. And men often are very um, sort of emotionally, um, what do we say, unintelligent. It's a, it's a bit of a sweeping statement, but because men are raised with this sort of cowboys don't cry, you're overly sensitive, put yourself towards yourself, all those messages make males and um, boys men just very, very emotions. Mm-hmm. Now, now they've got a woman who, who would like to uh, connect emotionally, but, but these men are completely blocked to their own emotions. Mm. And, and so, um, in fact, I, I really do believe that uh, there's a tremendous amount of work that we all need to do. I call it nurturing your own nature. Mm. If, if you are able to have a... a a growing relationship with yourself and find peace, freedom, and joy within yourself, then you've got every chance of sharing that with your partner and vice versa. But the challenge is that we tend to look for all these things on the outside in this new partner when we've never actually discovered these things within ourselves. So, so I think that's really where a lot of our challenges in intimacy lies that, that we haven't we haven't connected with self. So the chances of connecting with another human being very well are are are, are not are not great. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 well said from uh, Brian. Uh, Brian, if you could, if you could just move a bit, uh, we're losing you there a bit. And Molana Salim Karim as well, uh, because the listeners say they, they cannot hear you. So just try and move a bit. Ustad, would you like to maybe just give a small input uh, to the listener from Dubai? And I, and, and I love the way uh, Brian says, you know, you need to nurture your own nature. Ustad. Well, very important is you must be able to express your feelings. Many times people are depressed, mm. they find themselves caught in a web because they don't know how to express emotions. Now this starts, Morana, from the time the parents need to be role models for their children. Morana, if children are seeing parents from a very young age, there's turmoil in the family, there's fighting, there's mm. arguing, there's violence, there's vulgarity, and so many other negative factors. And those kids don't know at that young age how to express emotions. So for them, they assume it's a normal uh, way to behave. So Murano, we need to also study the personality of our children if we find that there's behavior problems with this child, the child is aggressive, the child is temperament, the child doesn't listen, is rebellious. No, no, we need to intervene because the child tomorrow has to grow up. He has to be a youth, he has to be a teenager, he needs to be an adult, and he's going to take on big responsibilities. <laughs> so we are not observing our children's behavior. That's why when they go to school, mashallah, we have clinical psychologists, you have teachers reporting to the principal or to the parents that we're finding this weakness in your child or we're finding the shortcoming in your child. Can you make an appointment with mm. a psychologist or with a psychiatrist or a clinical psychologist or whoever it is who's professional in this field? We need to pick up some of the, the shortcomings in our children when they are young and groom them, treat them, and advise them. So as we go for marriage classes, it's not only about what is Sharia says about sex and mm. intimacy and all that. How to deal with marriage, with emotions, 
technology, how to deal with problems, how to handle problems. Well, this is very important. Mm. Now, here is a sister, mashallah, she's trying to help her husband. She's trying to peep into his mind mm. okay, how I can make a breakthrough and get my husband to speak. So, Mulana, there too, we need some intervention, intervention by a psychologist, sometime a third party to come in and do an interview uh, with the wife. Maybe the wife is too demanding or sometimes we are too forceful or the husband is too shy. Mm. So, we have to give both of them a chance and inshallah, so whenever you are faced with a problem, be the first one to express how you feel mm. to your husband and vice versa. And that will go a long way in trying to solve the problem. Let's, uh, go, that's to, my uh, 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 let's go to four ways, Ustad. Uh, there's a couple uh, saying that uh, how can couples maintain a healthy and fulfilling marriage in the long term? Uh, Brian, how can couples maintain a healthy and fulfilling marriage in the long term? This is from four ways. Uh, Brian. Uh, well, it is about making sure that you are both growing, that you are both, um, you know, interested in, in, in life and in making the most of who you are mm. in this life. So, mm. so it really is that self-motivation. Um, so much of our pressure is coming from the outside with the carrot and the stick and, um, you know, and all the demands of life. So with all those pressures and demands, um, it can be exhausting and, and tiring. And then the next, the next thing on your list is to try and keep your, your marriage alive. And I think it's important that each partner in the relationship make sure that they are properly stimulated by their own life and and are growing as two human beings. You don't just grow for a small period of time. We should be growing throughout our lives. Um, we, we, and, and so I, I believe that uh, this, this whole idea of minding your own business well, which is looking after yourself, being the best version of yourself so that you can have something to offer your partner because you're excited about your life. Your partner's excited about their life. Remember that we are always two individuals. Um, you know, yes, we're sharing this life, but mm. we've got to maintain a sense of individuality and a sense of interest in the way life is unfolding because then we, we stay excited about life. We, we, we get out of bed with, with, with excitement, with hope, and, and we get back into bed at the end of the day feeling like we've really, you know, grown and experienced something good. Because life, life is an adventure which should be, you know, enjoyed because it's like slipping through our fingers all the time. And so I really think that you maintain a happy marriage by making sure that you keep growing as an individual and encourage your partner to grow as an individual so that you can share the overflow with each other and, and try and have fun mm. because there's so many serious things in life that, that cause us negativity, but we also have to have ways of finding joy, finding peace, finding freedom within our own lives that are, that are, um, you know, honorable ways so that, so that we are the best version of ourselves as much of the time as we can be. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Well, well said there from our beloved brother, Brian. Uh, somebody says here, Ustad, uh, I really thoroughly enjoy you guys' show this evening. Please give me some advice. I have never had mouth odor. Recently, I had a cavity which caused odor. I went to the dentist and sorted it out. My husband abruptly told me my mouth stinks and I need to do something about it. So even now after it is sorted, when we argue, he still throws it at me, even though my mouth doesn't stink, Molana Salib. He even stopped kissing me now for months. Of course, this hurts me and it's affecting me. 
and is affecting us as well. What do I do? Anonama sister, Ustad. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In marriage and when it comes to intimacy, two things are very important mm-hmm. in Islam. One is personal hygiene and one is oral hygiene. Because Mulana, when you speak, when you come close to your partner, you're kissing your partner, obviously bad odor is a put-off. Mm. And you know, and we all know the hadith of the <coughs> Prophet wasallam, that Rahmatul Lil Alameen wasallam said, do not eat raw garlic or onions and go to the mosque. Because the odor that comes from your mouth when you burp or when you were reading is going to disturb and it's going to affect the person standing next to you. So Islam is very conscious of oral hygiene. Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make great effort to use the miswak. Insha'Allah al-Adiz, if we are in the habit of using the miswak mm. for every namaz, and insha'Allah Allah ta'ala will protect your gums, you won't have pyria, you won't have bleeding gums, you won't have a mouth that is smelling, foul smell. So before you become intimate with your partner, and it's duty every morning, make the miswak. The first thing Rasulullah would do that. So yes, in Islam, oral hygiene, yes, the sister said she's gone to the doctor, she, alhamdulillah, treated uh, the, whatever the cause was, and there is no smell, mm-hmm. there is no infection. Now the husband should be more loving and accommodating. Yes. Yeah, he's doing the opposite. It's being insulting now. And now you're trying to belittle her. And it is so unfair because tomorrow Allah can repeat the same thing to you. Mm. you something can happen to you. It's not in her control. She did what she wanted to do. That is, she went put to the doctor. She went to the dentist. She made sure that everything is fine. And alhamdulillah, and everything is legit in the sense that alhamdulillah, I'm proud to come next to my husband to kiss him and inshallah be close to him. Mm. Now, for a man to take out force in a woman like this, it's so unfair, Marana, this is your wife. To say nasty things to her, obviously she's going to get hurt. It's going to affect your intimacy. It's going to affect your love and so many other things. So let us be tolerant. Let's try to look at the problem. And once the problem is solved, as Rasulullah sallallahu said, if your wife makes a mistake, forgive her. And don't recall that mistake again once you have made a hamaf. This is Rasulullah Stalin. Feed your wife what you eat yourself. Clothe your, your wife as you clothe yourself. She makes a mistake. She, then after she's made tawbah and asked for repentance and corrected the wrong, don't keep bringing it up and insulting her and belittling her. Mm. So here is the wife who innocently did everything that's possible, insha'Allah, to correct her medical condition. And here is a husband who's so inconsiderate mm. that she's corrected the wrong and whatever she was going through. And now he doesn't want to become close to her. He doesn't want to express his love for her. No, no, this is so unfair. Mm. Uh, Brian, would you like to... Husband, yes. Uh, Brian, would you like to give an input on that? I would, I would. I think that what often happens between couples, as in this instance, is that we project all our resentments and frustrations and disappointments in life on the very person we are living with. And and instead of processing this, this, this husband, unfortunately, he doesn't necessarily have the ability to process his own emotions and behind emotions are thoughts. Mm. Because this is a very interesting thing in psychology. It's called the ABC of psychology. Mm-hmm. A, thought, a thought comes with a feeling and a feeling drives a behavior. And so when we know and are conscious that we're not being the best version of ourselves, mm. as this husband should be aware that he's being, he's got a mean streak that he's exercising now, um, instead of allowing that to run rampant, mm. he, needs to, he needs to have the, 
the the the, the, the consciousness that he's He's not in a good place. He's not happy. Mm. Yes, his wife's bad breath triggered him and he, he was upset by it, but he's probably upset by many things that are not going properly in his life. And then she often becomes the scapegoat for all his disappointments and frustrations. And that's what we call a projection. And we just we play that movie on our partners instead of being able to sit with ourselves and find out why we are so unhappy, what's going on inside of me, there's, there's like a, a compass that will guide us in our lives, which is our body sensations, our heart's emotions, our head's thoughts, and our, our soul, the sacredness mm. of who we are. If we can just spend time with self and decipher what is going on and what is going wrong within us, we can clean our act up and he could then suddenly have an awakening and he could approach his wife in a far more loving and compassionate way because that, as Salim, as, as uh, Mulana Salim said, you know, a wife needs things from a husband, a husband needs things from yes. his wife, but, yes. but we actually have a responsibility in order to get there to be the best version of ourselves. Mm. We've got to be able to work with our own inner reality and and make sure that we find the the, the, the right stuff to bring back to the relationship. Mm. <laughs> listen to this one here, Brian. <laughs> we'll start listening to this one here. Uh, this is from, um, from Stenderton. It says... Uh, I love you guys show. <laughs> I just wish all the men folk out there are listening to this show this evening. And uh, my husband has not worked for six years. Alhamdulillah, now he has been working for three months. He has got a good job and he loves his job, but he has now become a workaholic. We fight endlessly as when I ask for time. He keeps reminding me of the days. He didn't have this blessing and how we struggled. I don't know what to do as I feel disconnected to Brian and to Ustad. Ustad. Yes, subhanAllah. First and foremost, alhamdulillah, that Allah Ta'ala give this husband tawfiq to work hard. Amen. And after such a long period of time, he's got a job, which in today's time is a blessing. Uh-huh. Alhamdulillah. Malana, some nice tips. Uh-huh. Make your marriage exciting uh-huh. for the sister. Set aside time for your spouse. I, 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 he's a workaholic. Yeah. I don't think he's working 24-hour shift. All right? I'm sure he's working from 8 to 5. Indeed. And by the time he comes home, inshallah, and if he has to divide his time, inshallah, and give his wife, because was, remember for six years, she saw him every day, 24 hours a day. Right? And, they, and maybe she was like frustrated that he's right in my face every day. Now that he's gone, at least there's some breather. SubhanAllah, she can do a lot of things and her attention now can be to lots of other things because he's gone to work, she can focus on something else. But now that her husband has got a job and she feels that he's a workaholic and he's depriving her of quality time, then we need to sit down with this husband and give yes. him advice. See, under the here is your wife who's concerned. So I have a beautiful uh, list of things that can we practice on will help the marriage to be exciting and interesting. The first point is set aside time for your spouse. After Isha Namaz or after supper, take a few minutes to spend and talk to your children. It's not about just you and your wife. You have your children, which is you are equally responsible for. So first and foremost, if you want to have a healthy family, you need to eat together, pray together, play together. So after supper, inshallah, dedicate half an hour or an hour. I know we all have to go to bed early. It's winter now. But I'm sure we know how to manage time. There's no such thing that I don't have time. That's a big lie. That is now finding excuses and trying to shirk responsibility. We can make time for everything. Indeed. The most important thing is to make time for your wife. Mm. So set aside time for your spouse, one. Number two, express your love through gratitude. Thank Allah that I have a husband. 
Thank Allah we have an income now. Thank Allah has got pious children from him. So express your love through gratitude. Let us not complain now. And what happens tomorrow, Mulana? For some reason or the other, mm-hmm. he's put off the job. Now what's going to happen? We're going to go back to square one. Yes, yes. Mm. So let's make shukar to Allah that at least he's working. Yes, we have to tell this husband, you also have to do your share, your share of it. Go and spend time after supper or after Isha Salah. Spend a half an hour, 20 minutes or one hour, whatever it is. Talk about general things. It's just not about sex and sex and sex. Mm. This is what people think marriage is all about. They got mm. it all wrong. Mm. Well, sir, uh, uh, Brian, Brian, we've got about 10 minutes left, so I'm going to ask both the panelists uh, maybe just to give us three tips from both the sides because there are many listeners uh, listening to you guys. I know one says, I'm 55 years of marriage. There's no spark. I see one says, <laughs> from uh, Lenasia, what kills a spark in a woman's marriage? Uh, somebody says here, uh, please, Molana, help we women folk, especially uh, those who are they're just living for the sake of the kids. There's no spark. There's absolutely nothing. So I'm going to ask Brother Brian, Maybe give me three tips from your side before we terminate the show. And I'm going to ask Malana Salim Karim as well. Three tips from his side. We've got about 10 minutes left. Over to you, Brian. Well, I do think that uh, balance in your own life, this, as I think Malana Salim said earlier, culture, the pressure coming from society is, is, is you know, making us dance to uh, all these um, externals and and we get exhausted and and we're not able to take care of self. Now, self-care is an incredibly important thing and unfortunately, we've never quite learned how to look after ourselves. So my first real um, suggestion would be um, that we have to find the balance in our own lives where we are honoring the needs of everyone around us in terms of the culture, but we also have our own nature, which needs understanding. Um, You've got to look after yourself physically. That means uh, food, sleep, um, exercise, uh, breathing. Breathing is very important to breathe consciously. It's about your heart and being able to uh, be emotionally intelligent by understanding how to deal with matters of the heart, which many people simply do not know how to do. It's something I teach people. It's called emotional regulation. Mm. It's also being able to examine your own thinking patterns because so many of our mental constructs are very limiting and, and very, um, you know, just make our lives very boring. Mm-hmm. And, and we're just not switched on mentally. We're not turned on mentally because we, we're believing things that, that are not necessarily helpful or, or, or constructive about ourselves and about the world we live in. And then finally, it's, it's nurturing your nature um, spiritually. And, and that is really, you know, just enjoying nature and and being a natural creature we talked about being natural and and sex is a very natural um we are sexual beings Mm. but but we are so far from our natures we are so caught up in all these cultural norms and values and and sex is a very natural act so we need to nurture our nature each of us has to learn how to nurture our nature. And I really want to encourage the readers to go into my website. I write a blog once a week mm-hmm. about nurturing your nature. There's a lot of um, interesting things on relationships, sex, the sexual part of a relationship. So um, my website, people are welcome to look at that. But I really think that my sense of it is that in order to have an overflow marriage where you've got intimacy and happiness and joy, you have to have an overflow life. If you haven't got an overflow life going in your own life, you can't really expect it to come from the outside. It all comes from within you 
and and you need help to come alive, and then your marriage will come alive. <laughs> if both partners are alive in their own lives, the marriage will come alive. Subhanallah. <laughs> well said there from a brain stud. Some beautiful tips. Yeah. As I was saying earlier on, Mulana, set aside time for your spouse. One, express your love through gratitude. Mm. And number three, make an effort in your marriage. Don't take things for granted. Mulana, this is a problem also. We just take it for granted. As I heard that one sister saying earlier on, Mulana, we're just in this marriage for the sake of children. Mm. We're just going with the flow. What marriage is supposed to bring joy, peace, and tranquility we are void of it. We don't have nothing of that. Just for society's sake and to save the name of the family, we stick in this marriage. But there's nothing. There's no fatal attraction. There is no chemistry between us. Mm. We just go with the flow. It's such an unfortunate one. Mm. So, number three, we have to make an effort. Number four, Marana, do fun and halal activities together. Is it just cooking food? Looking after the children, looking after the house. Is this all marriage about, Mulana? Mm. Do we have fun as spouse, as husband and wife? Do we share something in hobbies? Do we do some extra activities, maybe swimming, maybe authorizing, maybe archery, whatever it is? Mulana, you interact, you'll know what your husband loves to do. Most of the sisters now they're going fishing with their husbands also. <laughs> Gee? So then they know how to fish. They catch bigger fishes than us. Subhanallah. <laughs> Gee. So what I'm saying, Mulana, do fun. Have some fun. Have some outing with your spouse. You can't be cooped up in that house all the time, Mulana. Yes, obviously you're going to observe the rules of parda and, and hijab and niqab and modesty. I'm not saying just go there and behave like... Uh, uh, people who've got no modesty. No, I'm not saying that, Monana. Mm. So the one way to spark this marriage, Monana, is do fun. Have some halal activities. And number four, Monana, be thoughtful and kind and share gifts with each other. I always ask mm. the husband, when last you bought a gift for your wife? Or I ask the wife, when last you bought? They look at me stunned. I ask them two questions. Give me two qualities why you married this man. They look at me stunned. None of the thumbing forwards. But when you are deeply in love with somebody, it will be on your fingertips. This is the two reasons or three reasons I married my wife or I married my husband. So be thoughtful and kind and share gifts with each other. And lastly, the secret to an exciting marriage is communicate with each other regarding feelings. We have a lot of feelings in us. We need to express it. And inshallah, when we express our feelings, our partners will understand us better. That why my wife is sad today, she maybe lost somebody in her family, or she's in pain, or she's recalling a grief sometime in her life. And now you are the supportive husband of now taking her in your arms and comforting her and wiping her tears away. Mm. Oh, no. These are great moments in a marriage. So communicate with each other regarding your feelings. But today I'm so happy. You can see me. I'm bubbly today. To ask her, what happened today? What did you do? And lastly, Mona, there's a, such a nice dua I want to give you guys. All the men folk listen here. For tonight. Mm. Make time for each other, one, and make dua. Oh Allah, let me get lucky tonight. Hmm. Now, I think, Mulana, you know what I'm talking about. Hmm. Oh Allah, let me get lucky tonight. So, these are the few words. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Amen. That inshallah, you see, men, they need respect and obedience. And women need love. So give them your undivided love and attention. And inshallah, there'll be a lot of happiness, peace, 
in mm. your married life. Mm. Uh, um, we're going to leave it there. Time is up. I'm going to ask uh, Brian maybe just to uh, hand your details, give your details to the listeners. I think your email address as well and your uh, contact number uh, to the listeners. There are many listeners listening to uh, to my two panelists. And of course, uh, everybody knows Malana Salim Karim. So we'll start as well. Maybe uh, I will share the, uh, your, your, your number to the listeners. I see there's another question just came in now, but of course time is up. Uh, it says here, I'm about to get divorced. Uh, there's no spark. There's no hope in my marriage. My two little girls, uh, what's going to happen to them? They really are attached to their father. But of course, time is up. Uh, uh, Brian, your details to the listeners. Oh, Shane, thank you. Thank you, Arafat. And uh, Milano Salim, your input has been wonderful this evening. And, you know, uh, a challenge to me in my own marriage. I appreciate everything you gentlemen have shared tonight. Um, So it's um, my email address is um, uh, unlimited at brianblem.co.za, unlimited at brianblem.co.za, and my website is simply www.brianblem.co.za, and and then my cell phone is what you can call me on. It's 072-203-3203. And I'm based in four ways. Okay, so that's uh, unlimited at uh, brianblam.co.za and www.brianblam.co.za. Am I right? Correct. Okay, and your cell number is 072-203-3203. That's it. Okay, all right. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Brian. And um, we will definitely be speaking again soon. Thank you, Arafat, and thank you, uh, Molana Salim. All the best to both of you. Thanks, and to all the listeners. God bless. Thank you. May all my to bless you and take good work from you, and you can serve the serve humanity and help people to get a pleasant life. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Amen. sir. Thank, Thank you so you much, Brian. Bye. Uh, Ustad, uh, uh, from your side, Ustad, would you like to give maybe your email address? I see the assistant as well asking. Uh, mine, is simple, somebody... mine is simple. MSK7866 at gmail.com. MSK7866? Yeah, 7866 at gmail.com. MSK, Karim, or small writing. G. MSK. 7866 at gmail.com. I got it, Ustad. I got it. Uh, Ustad, maybe uh, I'm going to give your number to that uh, last question. I'm about to get divorced. There's no hope. There's no spark. No, no. Uh, we must speak to that sister, Molana. Allah, uh, she shouldn't. She's got two daughters. Mm. She must think very carefully. It's not nice to be divorced mm. in this zamana where there's so much of difficulties and mm. hardship. Uh, if she can salvage the marriage mm. and she can make but changes, inshallah, just for the sake of those Muslim children, she's got two daughters. <laughs> they need a mother, and they need both parents yes. in any case. Mm. Yes, we agree if it's uh, a no-win case where there's violence and abuse and all that, then obviously we have to assist the sister to make the right decision, but she should not uh, be hasty and make this decision right now. Mm. This is my advice. I mean, And one last word, Molana. You know, in marriage, we always say yes, yes. Whatever our wives want, we say yes, yes. Mm. Sometimes learn to say no. I don't know whether you agree with me or my listeners will agree. <laughs> but sometimes, when you're over generous, sometimes, Molana, uh, we take advantage. So learn to say no. Mm. As somebody said it nicely, Tume Pyar Par Hussata. Tume Pyar Par Hussata. Sometimes, you know, on love, you get angry with with me or mujhe ghusse par pyara. Sometimes you see a wife a little bit angry. You go and start a little bit. You try to make her laugh or you try to crack a joke. Anyway, that's good. Alhamdulillah. So Allah Ta'ala, you must have some humor in our marriages also. We can't be crying all the time. We can't be laughing all the time. We need to have some humor. So yes, it's mashallah, a cocktail of lots of things that will give you this beautiful feeling and, and confidence in your marriage. May Allah give us tawfiq. 
Two minutes after then, we say Jazakumullah Khairan to our both panelists, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, our beloved brother Brian Blame. Yes, uh, you guys do have the details. If anybody wants the details after the show, do contact me. I will share it with the listener, uh, Malana Salim Karim's uh, uh, email address and his personal number as well. Jazakumullah Khair for sending those uh, messages. They are so some sad message. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for all of us, as Malana Salim Karim says, always turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I thank my beloved engineer, brother. For giving us your time this evening Few minutes extra And uh, from myself and the team We will be seeing you guys tomorrow morning Same time, same place On our program As-Safinatu ilal Jannah Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sajami'a Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh